1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode. Today, we are joined by a returning guest, a lady from Denver in Colorado, in the United States of America, a lady by the name of Jen Junard. Jen, a very warm welcome back to you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been definitely a, a journey to get to this point, so I'm excited about what we're diving into today.
1: Mm. It's only a short one, um, listeners. It's only a short one as as these fifteen minute episodes are, but hang on to your hat because it's it's deep. Um and it's going to be powerful. I can promise you that. And I suppose to set us on the road, um it's probably best to to frame it and suggest that Jen has very bravely, courageously agreed to talk about something that really really seriously happened to which i think it's fair to say sets most people back uh, if not for the rest of their life then certainly for you know f- for the foreseeable future jen is that enough i don't i don't kind of want to put words around this is that enough for you to come in on this and and you take it away because i want this to come from your heart your words it's your story and it's your truth
2: i appreciate that and i think that's a great way to set it up i i was sexually abused as a child from the ages of eight to 10, and then also raped at the age of 17. And as you were saying about like getting through and the bravery on the other side, there's still times that I personally still struggle with what I went through. And it's been One incident has been 25 years ago and one incident is almost 20 years ago. And it's the biggest thing that I would want anybody to know is it doesn't matter when it happened. If we worked so hard on either burying the issue, uh, overcompensating the issue or, you know, basically never dealing with it that there's a time and a place for all of us to work through it even if it comes back again and again because recovery is not a linear journey it is something that I feel like I get through it and I'm doing great and then it could be a few weeks or a few years later that I'm like oh I gotta deal with that I don't want to what i do Hmm.
1: so is it fair to say then jen on something as challenging and let's use that kind of word which doesn't even um, begin to scratch the surface but something as challenging as what you're describing it's an ongoing journey there's a not a one-size-fits-all we've reached the destination we're done and dusted and we're in the clear now it doesn't work that way does it
2: No, I like to think of it and working through my past trauma, which if for those who want to hear a bit more about my own journey, like check out the previous episode because we need to definitely dive in and just one, this one, yet I always see it as like a tour bus or if you think of um you know the london buses which i love the double deckers or you know the older buses from like the 50s or 60s i always kind of picture one of those that i go to the destination and i feel like i've worked on it and yet i'll move on to another destination another stop and I realized that I have to go back one stop before I can go forward one stop. For example, that I, I really want to present is I was promiscuous for a very long time looking to be loved because I thought that's what it meant to be loved was to be intimate with someone and It wasn't until I was almost 30 that I finally found a very healthy relationship that I started working through a lot of these issues that I was having, and by what I mean by that is I never felt worthy. So I kept going to relationships that were very toxic, that would take advantage of me, that were gaslighting or with narcissists. And I always felt like I was putting in so much and then I would be burnt out on the relationship or realize that after a few years that they are treating me horribly and get out. And it wasn't until I started working on my own self-worth that... I found a good relationship and that being said, we've been together almost five years. In the last two years, I've really struggled with working through this trauma in the fact of, for the rape, I told this guy no. And I was incredibly drunk. I was, um, I fell asleep and I woke up to him taken advantage of me. And it's the type of thing that to this day, sometimes my body goes into fight or flight mode or freeze. And there's been times where my partner now, who is an incredible human, who just when he goes to like cuddle with me in the morning, there's been times where I freeze because it's when I first wake up and there's someone touching me. And it's the type of thing that I have gone to group therapy sessions and recently within the last few months that I had to leave early because listening to everyone else's stories that they were in the last six months, they were in the last few years. And I'm like, I'm dealing with this trauma from like 20 years ago. And it's because, as you said, these are things that affect us lifelong And it's our choice to be responsible about how we react and how we move through it.
1: Hmm. And there isn't a scientific formula. As you say, there isn't a linear path to that, is there? Is it, you know, that sort of, it's, it's just all over the place, isn't it? But I think if we've got the awareness, I mean, obviously I can't speak about the specifics of a rape experience uh maybe i can come very close um but that's another time another story um some, I'm, I'm going to ask you your thoughts about this Jen. so mm-hmm. okay listeners i'm going to dive in and share something i've never ever shared before on air and this came to me mm, less than a year ago so i was with a friend a very close friend and we were sitting outside where i used to live as a child And I was pointing out, you know, this is blah, 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 so-and-so live there and -and so-and-so live there. And I was just talking the way you and I are talking now, Jen. And I said, oh, yeah, and that's where my sexual abuse took place, in that house there. And I said it almost like, yeah, and, oh, to tomorrow it's going to rain. And uh, I think I'll go to the shop and buy a pint of milk. It was almost, it's like, and she said to me, what did you just say? Now, this person knows me very, very, very well, very well, very closely. So what did you just say? So, and I repeated it. She said, you've never, you've never said that before. And in many respects, I mean, I'm going back to, to childhood, Jen. In many respects, um, you know, it was, for me, it was like, well, what's all the fuss about? You know, and I'm turning the clock back when that statement was made. Probably turning the clock back. Fifty years, probably a touch more. So I'm just interested in your thoughts about what some might say had it been suppressed, or had it kind of been dealt with inverted commas. Because I feel even now the way I'm talking about it, it's like, you know, and I'm not certainly not trivialising this, the the most grotesque. Act, in my humble opinion, that is rape. I am absolutely not condoning, trivialising. Hopefully I'm not coming across as insensitive. But for me, Jen, and mine was sexual assault, um, you know, at that age of seven. Yeah, around yeah around seven. Um, but I've kind of since reflected on that and thought, well, and... Any thoughts on any of that?
2: First off, thank you for sharing. It's, it's definitely something that I had a guest on my show, a, a musical uh, act with two individuals uh, with their, their act is called Vibrations. And one of the guests, Pink Panther, they mentioned that there's a difference between authenticity and vulnerability. Authenticity is being open to sharing what you just said. And vulnerability is talking about how you feel about it. So, for example, I can talk about all the shit that I've gone through. Solitary confinement, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, rape, self-harm, suicide attempts, death of a friend, marriage, divorce, abortions. Like, I can tell them all in bullet points. Very authentic, I'm I am i will share it with anyone yet where I'm very have been very detached and go in and out is being detached from feeling about any of these things and that's actually how I got through a lot of what I went through was detaching myself to the situation where I knew they happened I could tell you about them I could tell you some of the experiences about them Yet, I would never talk about how they made me feel because I was so detached, I didn't know how they felt. Yet, through therapy, through self-development courses, I, through being in a healthy relationship now, I have found that I feel disgusting at times because I think about it I feel Hmm. like when my partner touches me at times even jokingly I feel like somebody is attacking me and going to force themselves on me I feel that if I somebody touches me not in an inappropriate way but in passing like if I'm on uh you know in the tube or on the L or a subway, a train, any, an airplane, any type of public transit that if somebody touches me just like because they're sitting next to me, I'm on high alert because I don't know what they'll do next when so many other individuals don't even notice that the person next to them is touching them. And it's the type of thing that it's listening to these feelings that are making me go, okay, I know I've been through things. So at some point I'll need to dig deeper and go back to the root of it. And the the last thing I'll say about that is there's a book called the body keeps the score. And there's been a lot of research around that, this, that trauma. Specifically, as we're growing up and the ages of, I believe, six to 10 are around the ages that children start to realize what sexuality is, that they are just like discovering their bodies. It's also a very, very formative years that when we go through trauma, our body does keep the score by we could have, yes, it could be depression or anxiety or those type of things. It can also lead to autoimmune diseases. It can lead to, um, you know, our body just not digesting as well. It can lead to so many other things because our body is harboring these feelings that are happening to us, and research has shown how our emotional and mental state can really affect our physical state.
1: Mm. What a fascinating topic, listeners. Um, I'm sure we could dive down on this and we could literally be on this for hours and hours, if not Mm. days. It it could just go on and on and on, couldn't it? Jen, I want to pause it there, if I may, Mm -hmm. and just ask you one, you know, we've, we've done the elevator lift 30 seconds. In 30 seconds till we get to the next level in the elevator... Your piece of advice to a stranger in that elevator with you that's just overheard this podcast and say, Jen, incredibly brave, incredibly brave. Thank you so much. Give me one piece of advice. What would that be, Jen?
2: To be kind and curious to yourself, because these feelings, when we hate them, when we try to push them away, they're just going to leave them there. There are times where I still get very upset and I let myself sit through them. And when others around me are like, trying to be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Just letting them know, hey, I'm getting these feelings right now. I just need to work through them and not suppress them. Because what happens when I'm curious about them, when I feel through them, do they suck? Yes. I I won't, like, you know, sugarcoat it there. Yet, if I'm not suppressing it, I won't freak out about spilt milk because my emotions aren't attached to the spilt milk. They're attached to something I went through, something that it's reminding me of, something that Mm -hmm. has happened to me. So when I take these moments, when it comes up to feel my way through them, I am able to handle the rest of life very a lot better and i can learn about myself and grow to be able to help myself through these things so for anyone that needs a little bit of advice is just be kind and curious to whatever you're going through and your the thoughts and your heads and your feelings
1: beautiful advice profoundly beautiful jen just share with us by way of closing out just share with us your contact details will you please
2: yeah, definitely. Uh my podcast is called Shit You Don't Wanna Talk About. And you can find me anywhere on Linktree. So that's linktr.ee forward slash shit, the number two, talk about. Or you can find me on Twitter as myself, Jen Janod. That is J-E-N-N-J-U-N-O-D. And I appreciate your time today. And I know that your audience Rose and learned so much by your podcast and I really appreciate that you put that out in the world
1: Thank you Jen All that remains now on that very very poignant conversation listeners is to sign off the way I always do by saying remember the world's changing How will you respond?
0: Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?